Listener Production. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's Editorial Director, Katja Vuchtel, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. It's a Northside day today, and Broadsheet Publications Director, Nick Connellan, is here to tell us about an excellent new taco spot, another one for Melbourne, I know there's been a few recently, as well as a heaving new 250 capacity band room in Brunswick. Nick Connellan, our publications director, is a big taco fan. He actually was with us last week to talk about Tacos LA, which is a wonderful uh, taco truck um, that's kind of roving around Melbourne. And this week he's here to talk about a place called Pinche Cantina. It's inside a bar called Nasties and um, it's in Thornbury. Nick, tell us all about this new taco joint. So excited about this one. Yeah, so it's uh, it's by a guy called Yorath Tudor, who um, he... He's a really storied guy, actually. He reminds me of Raf Rashid from um, Beatbox Kitchen and Taco Truck. He's not a chef by trade, but by God, he can cook like one. So he set up uh, Laser Pig Pizzeria. He set up a boy named Sue in um, St. Andrews, which is another really good pizzeria. And then he did Wolf and Swill, which people in Thornbury and Preston would know is elite. It's some of the best pizza in the area. So good. Since sold out of that business and has kind of been looking for his next project and texted me the other day and he's like, hey man, I'm, I'm making tacos inside this bar nasties. Come and check it out. And you went. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we went um, a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic. So he's, it's a pretty tiny little kitchen there, like a food truck style kitchen. Um, and he has a smoker out in the laneway um, and he's smoking a whole lot of beef out there, um, pork for the cochinita pibble, which is the um, pork taco. Um, and he's making his own tortillas as well, which is quite unusual in Melbourne. Most people tend to use um, El Cielo or La Tortilleria, um, but he prefers the kind of freshness and the sponginess of making his own. So he's really... What does he make it with? Just Masateca, which is a like a corn flour. Yeah. So he's putting a lot of effort in, a lot of attention to detail. Is it just tacos on the menu? It sounds like it's a small operation. It is a very small operation. So it's just Yorath, um, uh, made of his as a chef, and then his partner, Lisa, as well. Um, kind of helping out on the floor. And it's a pretty tight menu. So you can have chips and guac, which is, you know, kind of standard. I had some really lovely South Australian oysters there, followed by this kind of very vibrant shooter of like a non-alcoholic shooter with like um, pineapple juice and jalapeno and a few other things in it to cleanse after the oyster. And then you can kind of get into the taco. So we've got the the cochinita pibble, the um, beautiful pork taco, slow-cooked pork. He's doing birria taco, which is like a beef stew. And then there's the quesabiria taco, which is the same beef stew in a kind of folded cheesy tortilla that you can dip in a consomme. And his consomme is quite different to the other ones I've had. Most of them are pretty um, kind of clean in their flavor. Yes, they're beefy, but once you dip them, you're not getting a, an explosion of beefiness. His is like he's taken the drippings out of the smoker and just poured them in there. And every mouthful is like full of smoke. It's amazing. Do you know the background or like why he decided to go into Mexican? Because again, a departure from what he's been doing. I think he's just one of those people who's just really interested in food and always looking for his next challenge. Like he's been doing pizza for years and years and years. And every pizzeria he sets up kind of tends to be the best one in its area and even, you know, beyond that area. So I think he's just kind of keen for a new challenge. Can you describe as well nasties for people who don't know? How does it fit in and does it feel like the right kind of thing when you're heading into that bar? Yeah, for sure. So nasties is a kind of, if anyone ever went to St. Jerome's back in the day, it's kind of got that very grungy thing. You know, there's skateboards on the wall, graffiti, 
there's uh, beaten up old couches, there's a projector showing kind of abstract stuff on the walls. It's very dark, a bit divey, and just serving, you know, pretty like easy drinking stuff, like, you know, good local beers, lagers and that sort of thing. So I think it's a pretty good match to sit down with some tacos on your knees or on a high table in front of you and kind of get around it. And is the food available whenever the bar is open? No. So he's only there at the moment, uh, Thursday to Sunday for dinner, um, hoping to get around it on a Wednesday soon as well, but he's not quite there yet. Thanks for letting us know. This is an exciting one. Pleasure. So Nick, tell us about the Bergie Seltzer. So the Bergie Seltzer was a pretty small dive bar that opened about four or five years ago. And the guys who own it, which is David Frankie Cudmore, he goes by the name of Frankie, and his mate Brody Brummer have knocked a hole next door and opened up a 250 capacity band room with a 3M license, which is very exciting for Sydney Road. In Brunswick. In Brunswick, yeah. Why is it so exciting? So I drink a lot on Sydney Road. You know, I've got my crusty old rock dog mate that I go out with and drink around there. I think the feeling is that every time a band room closes, it's like, is it ever going to be replaced? And what we saw was that Bombay Rock was turned into a mini golf bar, which is, you know, cool for some people, not so cool for people who really love live music. Um, Stay Gold's still going really strong, which is great. Uh, the Retreat Hotel's still going really strong. Unfortunately, the Brunswick Hotel, which had been a real bastion of live music in that area, about five years ago, someone smashed into a, the fire hydrant out in the front in their car and leaked a bunch of water on the roof. There was this huge cascade of water on the roof all night um, that ran through the entire venue and basically destroyed the entire venue. The insurance, it was, too, it was all too hard. So that, that pub is just shut and has been shut ever since. Yeah. And so these two guys were working there at the time. They went down the road and they opened, yeah, this little kind of hole-in-the-wall DIY bar, the Bergie Seltzer, which was just meant to be like, let's just do this until the Brunswick Hotel reopens, and it never did. So they have taken one for the team and they've opened their own band room. So let's hear about the band room. It sounds pretty exciting. Yeah, so both these guys have worked behind a lot of bars in their time. They've run lighting rigs, they play in bands themselves, and so they've been around the scene a lot, and I think they have a really good idea of what a live music venue needs, not just for punters, but also for bands. So the whole venue is wheelchair accessible, which is really cool. There is a really spacious green room. By all accounts, it's just a really nice place to hang out as a band and kind of stick around after your gig and have a beer, yeah. which you can't really say for all venues. Now, how does it connect or kind of work with, you know, the little bar that was the original? Is it, you know, you can just walk in and out? Are they two separate venues or is it just the band room is now an additional part of, of the bar? It's an addition, but it definitely feels quite separate. So the, the original bar, I've drunk in there quite a few times. It's a really fun bar, actually. There's this, the, the one thing I love about it, they've got this pillar with this list of conversation topics that you're not allowed to discuss in their huh. bar, which is just shit that the bartenders are sick of hearing. Like which what? Is, like whether the moon landing was faked or not, whether 9-11 was an inside job or not you know, specific footy teams, specific political topics, all sorts of stuff like this. And kind of reading that is just entertainment in itself. And yeah. it does get added to regularly and changed. What time would you kind of head up to the band room? You know, is it, are these happening kind of late at night? Like, And is it happening every night of the week? No, I don't think every night of the week. I think it's kind of a Friday, Saturday night sort of thing. But they do have actually have two band rooms. So the original Bergie Seltzer, which was it is a lot smaller. It's a real kind of narrow terrace house sort of footprint um, has 
a band box, they call it, which is tiny. Like it, it's it's basically a nook. And they're still going to have comedy and, and smaller bands in there. So I think kind of whatever night you come down, there's a possibility that there'll be something on. Yeah. The addition of the, the big band room has also meant some changes to the rest of the bar. In our story on the site, there's a retractable roof, heaters, a pool table, because it's more than doubled Bergie's outdoor capacity. In the past, there was a, a pretty dinky beer garden out the back, but this new one's a lot slicker. So yeah, as you said, it's got retractable roof, heaters, a pool table. It's a real all-weather sort of place yeah. where you can go and drink, regardless of whether it's you know the depths of winter or a beautiful sunny evening. It sounds like even though there are a few band rooms uh, around the area, as you mentioned, this is something different. It does add something different and it's another, it's an exciting thing for Brunswick to say, okay, great, we've got a band room back that we effectively may have lost with, with the Brunswick Hotel. Yeah. And I think anytime you're adding texture to that live music venue and more options is really good because obviously within live music, it's not one homogenous scene. There is, you know, there's punk and there's indie and there's techno and all these different things. And obviously Hal is great as well. I didn't mention that before nearby. But yeah, anytime we can add texture to the scene, I think it's a good thing. The Bergie Seltzer is at 68 Sydney Road, Brunswick. The hours are daily 4pm until 1am and expanding to 3am Thursday, Saturday soon. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. I'll be back again on Friday, same time, same place. Chat then. Listener.